Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast. And I have a good one here. I stumbled across an article and it's nothing necessarily new as far as what I've kind of come to learn, but it is something that I've come to learn within the relative recent past. I guess that's how you define relative, but definitely within the last year um, and certainly within the last six months, but a skill that I think I've been lacking in and a skill that the more I research, the more I understand. And then, like I said, you kind of sprinkle in this article. And this skill is one that you really do need to have, even if you don't like doing it, which is which is definitely me. When, when I see it, and it's almost kind of got a, a negative connotation with it, but like I said, the more you look into it and the more you look at how it works and how it can function, and quite frankly, how it's needed, really in any situation, it is a skill that, you know, kind of, sorry, oh, you don't like, I don't care that you don't like it. Oh, you feel uncomfortable? Sorry, I really don't care. That's kind of how the, the it, it works. And like I said, that's me. I, I would like to dig up a big old pile of excuse cards on why I can't put this skill into motion, but you, you just gotta do it. And, um, you know, I, I've had to do it and I've been doing it now for several years, but just because you're doing something doesn't mean you're actually any good at it. And I don't know if I've really been that good at it since I've started to do it, uh, you know, a, a while ago, you know, several years ago now, you know, once I've started the businesses and all that. Uh, but, you know, I, I've been decent at it, I think. But like I said, just because you're doing it doesn't mean you're good or even great at it. Doesn't mean, I mean, you could very well be decent. Uh, you could be average, you, to be all, you could be below average for sure, uh, but it's a situation and a skill that, like you said, uh, you need to have, and then the article I'm gonna go over, just because it's kind of an interesting one, but it still does illustrate the point of the skill, and that skill is sales. Are you good at sales? Salesman, saleswoman, salesperson, whatever you wanna call yourself. Can you sell, insert the blank, insert, you know, into the blank there. And I get a lot, well, no, I, I have nothing to do with sales. And you know, I think my first encounter with this was, well, we're all in the sales business, whether you like it or not. If you've ever been part of a job interview where you've had to go in and be interviewed, I'm sorry, but you're in sales. You are selling yourself. You are selling yourself as a product, as a service, and in many cases against other people that are also trying to sell their sell, you know, sell themselves. And that's, a, that, Right there, that's a skill that's worth having. You gotta be able to you know, locate and find different angles that you can use in, in the world of you know, selling. So it doesn't have to be a product per se, like a, you know, a phone, we'll just you know, use it as an example. But in many cases, it's yourself. Now for me, it's been, you know, I run businesses. I, I suppose you could argue in some ways this very podcast, this very episode is a sales pitch. Um, and it is, I don't have any problem saying that. I mean, I, I like to just get on here and kind of rant and rave and um, you know, it's fun to hear from people that listen. But in a, you know, in, in a certain angle, it is a sales pitch. Yeah, I would love for you to go to see, watch this, moneywithclay.com and check out the courses that I have to offer. So I mean, even this is sales um, and you know, I'm, I'm not sure how good of a sales thing this is, but like I said, my main angle is not sales. My main angle is I just, I just like to talk about this sort of stuff and there's enough people uh, that listen and that communicate with me um, that you know I'll, I'll keep on doing it. So it, it makes it fun. But what are you doing you know, in your life for sales? Maybe it's 
Yeah, well, I, I never really thought about that. I, I didn't realize that sales were so important, but and like I said, that's not a, a judgmental statement on my part. Uh, like I said, six months for sure, uh, probably you know more so within the last year is where it kind of really dawned on me that, you know, Clay, you gotta step up this sales game. You gotta step up kind of what you're trying to do. And um, if, let's see, when was it? I think about a month ago now, I talked in one of the, the opening podcasts about uh, one of the episodes how oh, the night before I had done this presentation and I totally miscalculated and I was sitting there talking for like three hours straight. And you know that's for another business, but that's all you know an attempt at me trying to, to kind of sharpen my skills from a sales perspective, trying to just go about you know business in a smarter way, in, in a more productive way, in a more efficient way. And I really, a lot of people, it seems like they kind of shy away from all oh, sales. And I don't know if that's like an American culture type thing, for me at least, so I don't wanna speak for you, but when I hear sales, my mind automatically defaults to like the used car salesman. And listen, I don't say that in a, in a, a bad way. I mean, at first it was negative, yes, but the more I've you know, done my research and started to try to improve myself, I, I applaud people that go out and try to sell cars and used cars and all that sort of stuff. Because that's, I mean, really, I, I, I think that's just, straight up throwing yourself into the into the trenches and into the into the fire in terms of you know learning how to sell and improve your your sales skills and all that sort of stuff um but that's kind of how i i i originally envisioned it it was like oh that's kind of sleazy and i mean yeah of course sales can be sleazy but that's part of learning how to sell right you got to learn how to do it in a way that doesn't make you seem like a total slime ball and i'm not sure some people just like anything um and i i this is, I speak very factually on this because from my other business, I can say um, I, I have plenty of facts, but you, you can go in something with the best of intent. You can go into something um, totally innocent. You can go into it with, uh, hey, I'm doing this because I'm, I'm trying to help you know such and such. And you'll still have people that will throw every accusation at the book. And of course, you know, uh, you know better than anybody else because it's you, right? What, you, what your true motives are, what your genuine, uh, you know, reasons are for doing something and then some people they they just they're just wrong and you can say that they're wrong because well you know what you're you know you know your motivations and people are still just throwing out wrong stuff so the point with that is that even if you know you, you should never try to become across as you know sleazy and salesy uh it is something where you know even if you're trying to do your best there's always going to be people out there that are like oh you're a sleazeball oh you're a scumbag and you know, I've just learned, and I'm, I'm continuing to learn in the world of sales. That's just how it is. You can't please everybody. And I think I've, I think I've used this quote before, but it once again applies to this situation. You know, the best way to please nobody is to try and please everybody. So you got to kind of just pick your pick your angles and then go with it. And like I said, that's what I've been really focusing on. Uh, there's so much information out there. Uh, you know. Not necessarily that all of it is good information, so I'm trying to tread very, very lightly. Uh, but I've, uh, you know, I, I've taken what I've, you know, kind of been doing, and like I said, I'm trying to fine tune it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to get a little bit more efficient, and I'm trying to just improve myself, right? I, I'm trying to improve myself within world sales. And, you know, for if you're unfamiliar with my background, I mean, I'm an, I'm an engineer by degree. So like, I'm one of those guys that wears a pocket protector. I got my glasses on and I sit in a cubicle, right? I'm not the sales, sales world, being a salesman, oh, I don't know about that. And I'm pretty shy by nature. So, oh, I, I gotta kinda, now I gotta like try to sell something and, and, and try to, you know, kinda go out and be, I can't sit in my cubicle. Yeah, not always the most ideal situation for people like myself. 
So let's move into the article here, and this comes from uh, Market Watch. Name the article, the number one job billionaires and multi-millionaires held before they got filthy rich. And this is, I guess it's kind of an old article, from June 8th of 2019. So picking up with the article, there are billions of reasons to do this job. Many of today's self-made billionaires, so self-made, self-made billionaires and multi-millionaires held a sales job or jobs where they were young or when they were younger. A fact they consider crucial to their current success, according to research conducted by sociologist and historian Rainer Zittelman and published in his recent book, The Wealth Elite. So here, this is based on a study, which is what I like. It's not somebody out here just throwing out their opinion. Um, and it's coming from, you know, interviewing other people. And, but th that's good motivation for me. Not that I needed the motivation per se, but even if you don't need motivation, it's still beneficial to hear, but okay, yeah, yeah. My energy, you know, my focus, my time is being spent and directed in, in, in the right direction. So like, like I said, maybe, and my, that, you know, that's one of the goals with the podcast is, who knows, maybe you're kind of sitting exactly where I am and you just, I, I think, uh, or maybe not, you maybe need that little extra nudge. Well, here's that nudge. Uh, you know, yeah, this is what people, like I said, and this is the key, and I try to emphasize self-made. So this is not, you know, a billionaire that just inherited all their money or a multimillionaire that inherited all, no, self-made. And the, what they attributed to, they held a sales job. So picking it back up here, Zittleman interviewed 45 individuals whose net worth ranged on the low end from 10 million to 30 million euros or you know, and, and you know, U.S. dollars, 11.3 to 34 million dollars. On the upper end, several billion euros, so more than three billion U.S. dollars, and and whose wealth was either entirely self-made or built on inheritance that were later multiplied. So inheritances, yes, but then they multiply that. So in other words, there was still growth. They still were able to take an amount of money and not just sit there and spend, 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 and have that amount shrink. But in this case, they were able to take that amount and grow it. To date, researchers have either underestimated or totally ignored the critical role of sales skills in self-made, ultra-high net worth individuals, Zittleman tells MarketWatch. Among those in our study, it was the factor they themselves considered to have played the most important role in their success. That's gold right there. I mean, we've talked about this in past episodes for more of the retirement episode. You know, you have the older people that are like, what are some of their biggest regrets? So it's kind of it's kind of like a, a life cheat. We get to kind of go to the future and, and look at people's regrets and say, all right, look at the, those people where they are now. And okay, well, okay, where they are now. So from my perspective, is still a relatively younger guy. That's the future for me. So I'm in the time machine. I've gone to the future. What are their regrets? Okay, this, that, and the other. All right, well, I should probably do the exact opposite of those then because that's what people are regretting. So here's the same thing though. We're going into the future, into the future being, hey, these people are worth, they're very, very wealthy individuals. So what are they saying? You know, what, what's kind of a little life cheat here, a life hack? Okay, sales, sales. So, all right, well, maybe I should focus on sales then. Maybe I should try to, you know, sharpen up those skills, you know, in general. So going back to the article, indeed, roughly two in three so 67%, two and three said their talents as salespeople had been a significant, in quotes, factor in their financial success. More than one in three said they owned 70% or more of their, or they owed, excuse me, 70% or more 
other success to their sales talents. So what sales jobs did they have early on? They sold everything from costume jewelry and cosmetics to used car radios and wheel rims, and even old egg cartons that could be used as noise insulation. Like I said, sales, just sell stuff. Plenty of wealthy celebrities and CEOs say they did sales jobs before becoming rich too. Kanye West was a salesperson at The Gap. Both Johnny Depp and Jennifer Aniston were telemarketers and Netflix CEO, have you ever heard of Netflix? The CEO, he, he's, he's pretty wealthy these days. Reed Hastings was a door-to-door -door vacuum cleaner salesman. I loved it. Strange as that might sound, Hastings told his former college newspaper, you get to meet a lot of different people. I mean, that's gold. That's great stuff right there. And this is not the first case. Another just uh, thought off the top of my head, Mark Cuban, uh, he sold what? Garbage bags, if I'm remembering right, door to door. Uh, Mark Cuban is one of the, the, the uh, Shark Tank people, uh, but he's worth billions. So sales, sales. How are your sales skills? You know, that's really, really... Like I said, this motivational stuff to me because, yeah, like I said, I, I've been putting a lot of time into it. So good to know that I have a little extra boost that I'm, I'm on the right track here. Uh, let's see. And uh, okay, now we're looking at a separate study here. And a separate study of thousands of CEOs from LinkedIn found that sales manager was one of the five most common first jobs for CEOs. Consultant was number one on that list. And it too is a role that typically requires sales skills. Experts say it's no coincidence that successful people have strong sales skills. Sales skills are very valuable, Valuable, says Cheryl Palmer, founder of career coaching firm called a career. Every company runs on sales, and that's really the truth of the matter. And not only that, but remember, you yourself are a company, and you also run on sales. Your sales just come in the uh, maybe a little bit different form in the sense of, well, you have to learn how to sell your time, right? And you sell your time, to get a paycheck. And there's nothing wrong with you know going in and being an employee. I, I mean, if that's where you feel most comfortable, that's cool, that's great. But you're still a salesperson of your, of your time. You are trying to tell or sell, or, or you need to start trying to sell your time for as much value as possible. I mean, if you're not happy making eight bucks or minimum wage, well, you know what, it's time to work on those sales skills. Go out there and say, okay, well, how, do, how can I sell my time for $15 an hour, $20 an hour? $50 an hour. That's on you, sales skills. Well, I, I just don't have the qualifications. Well, there you go, go get the qualifications and while you get those qualifications, continue to work on your sales skills. So when you go to that job interview, you're gonna absolutely crush it. So we're all salespeople. And yeah, a company runs on sales from the, you know, the, the more you know, classic model of and the classic kind of understanding of, well, yeah, a company is trying to sell wooden blocks, and a company needs to sell a lot of those wooden blocks in order to stay in business. Well, yeah, but you also have those other areas. Just remember though, you yourself are a business and you run on, on those sales too. So picking back up, even if you don't plan to run a company, sales experience is essential, experts say. Everyone needs a basic understanding of their strengths and how to sell them because no one else is going to sell them for you, says uh, Randall and Hill, a relationship development specialist with career coaching from Amala Vida. Throughout your entire life and career, you need to advocate for yourself and sell your worth. Oh, did I must have skipped this paragraph because I don't remember reading this and this is exactly what I just talked about. This will help you get clients, negotiate salaries, secure promotions. The ability to sell yourself is crucial in many aspects of your career journey. 
So I apologize for that. I just missed that paragraph there. I don't know because I, that was just totally a repeat of what I was just talking. That actually is good. All right. Well, apparently I could be a relationship development specialist, whatever that means. Because yeah, I, I fully agree with you, Randall Lynn, that that's uh, things that you would need to do. So how do you get sales experience if you have none? Palmer suggests applying for positions that are commission only as they may be easier to get. This is a no risk proposition for the company. If you do well, they make money. If you don't, they don't lose anything, she explains. You can also learn to excel at sales in a side gig. Hill says you should consider looking for a weekend shift as a barista, upselling customers on drinks, for example, or at retail stores, especially those with unusual offerings, you know, as such as, you know, as you learn to give convincing advice and sell on a product they aren't sure about. There's also plenty of classes that can teach you sales skills, look for online courses. No, I'm, I'll skip over that part. If you want, I, I fully agree with the first part. Yeah, you wanna, you wanna learn sales? Get out there and do sales. I mean, get out there, and that's what I'm doing, is I'm, do, I'm doing those live webinars for my other business, and uh, yeah, there, there's no better way to start to learn sales, learn what works, maybe what doesn't work, than just getting out there and do it. So I mean, yeah, you can take a course on it, yeah, you can read an article on it, but sometimes you just gotta get out there and do it. And um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with like just doing a commission only job, and that's gonna be, you know, if you have money in the bank and you can absorb, you know, things, okay, that's fine, but if you're, you know, a, a father of 10 kids and, I don't know if you want to necessarily go and do that because that's going to put a whole lot of pressure on yourself and you could find yourself becoming a little too forceful as a salesperson because you got to make that money. But as a side gig, yeah, absolutely. I think that is a great way to go out there and improve those sales skills is you know find some sort of part-time job, even if it's just the weekends or like evenings for a few hours. And here's the thing is you don't look at it as a job. You look at it as training that is paying you. So let's just say we'll use the the, uh, the barista, the coffee barista, for example. You're like, you know what? I'm going to be a barista every night, and I'm going to go to my sales. I'm going to go to my class. I'm going to go learn how to sell. But the cool thing about this class is I'm not actually paying. Like college classes, you have to pay to go to that class, and in, in many cases, an enormous amount. But in this case, no, you're, you're getting paid to go to class. And not only are you getting paid to go to class, you're getting paid to learn a very, very valuable skill that two-thirds of billionaires and multimillionaires say is the number one reason why they got to where they are. So again, to kind of go through the whole thing, wait a second. So you can go to a quote-unquote class for a couple hours you know, after your normal job, and this class is gonna teach you a skill that billionaires, and multimillionaires say is the number and reason they have there. And the kicker is you're gonna get paid to go to this class? Hey, what is the excuse in that situation? Now, of course, am I, well, Clay, that's, I mean, it's technically a job. Of, yeah, it is, but you gotta look at things a different way. And that's what separates, I mean, do you wanna get ahead in life or not? Sometimes you gotta play a trick on, on yourself. But really, it's not a trick, it's a fact of the matter. Is if your motivation for getting that barista job is not for the paycheck, but for, I wanna, I wanna get out there and meet people, learn how to sell stuff, see how people interact, and, and just, then that's totally just an investment into yourself. But again, this is an investment that pays you. Yeah, you're, you're putting some time, but you're investing your time into learn a skill. So I would totally recommend doing that uh, in, in the sense of, hey, you know, even if it's just, not even necessarily every week, but let's just call it, I don't know, 10 hours a week? Can you do 10 hours a week? What, 10 divided by seven, you know, that's, 
that's not two, that's not even two hours a day. So I mean, that could very easily be two five-hour shifts, you know, five two-hour shifts. But I, I don't know, consider that. And I, I don't care where you are in life. I mean, if you really do want to get ahead, you got to learn how to sell. You got to learn how to sell. And it is a, a skill that is definitely critical. And, you know, when you, and this is not the only article out there. I mean, that's kind of a common thread I've seen is people that are worth a lot, they just know how to sell. And a lot of them are like, well, they, I don't really have the entrepreneurial spirit. I'm not out there trying to build a business. Well, that goes back to, but you're still a business. You yourself are a business. So it's not that it's gotta be from that angle. It can just be simply from the angle of like, you know, the person was saying negotiating salaries, getting promotions, uh, just getting a, a job in the first place when you're competing against other people. I mean, learn how to sell. Go out there and I don't know, try to work at the local Foot Locker, uh, you know, where you, uh, you you know, the, the sell, anywhere, sell some jewelry. I don't, sell something, but don't look at it as a job. Look at it as a class that is paying you, paying you to learn a skill that uh, apparently coming from billionaires and multimillionaires, so this is not coming from my opinion, this is coming from research done, is the reason why they got to where they are. So I hope this motivates you. I hope this kind of opens up um, the light or maybe kind of gives you that extra nudge. Wherever you are, maybe you didn't realize this at all. Well, now you do. Maybe you're like me and it's just nice to have a little bit of extra motivation. Maybe you're kind of on the fence and you're like, I don't know, should I, shouldn't I? Is it worth my time, isn't it? I'm not quite sure. Well, hey, now you know, it is definitely worth it. So go for it. Get out there and start to learn how to sell. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating, that goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there and I, I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.